create lasting change, inspire others, and make a difference. You have joined the Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Donaldson, and each week you will hear from distinguished co-hosts and guests as they share insights into impacting our culture from your neighborhood to the nations. Does the world seem like it's upside down? Have you been following the coronavirus tracker and it's paralyzing? Well, the Bible says that the root system of hope is our faith in Jesus Christ. And it's during these times when it seems like everything is out of control that we turn to God, His Word, but also men and women uh, that have strength, that have faith. And we have such a leader as our guest today on the Influencer Podcast, uh, Pastor Dan DeLeon. Uh, He is the senior pastor of Templo Cavario, a prominent bilingual church in Santa Ana, California. Under his leadership, Templo has established nearly 100 campuses in the United States and throughout Latin America. He's a general presbyter of the General Council of the Assemblies of God and has spoken before the U.S. Senate, served on influential committees at the request of the president. He was privileged to be one of the keynote speakers for the Promise Keepers conferences, Uh, including the Stand in the Gap in Washington, D.C. I was there for that. Unbelievable. And he was a former host of 700 Club in Spanish. But he's uh, my pastor. He's a confidant, close friend uh, for many decades. He serves on the City Serves International Board of Directors. And uh, he is a man of God and somebody that I want us to hear from today. Uh, Welcome, Pastor Dan. Good morning. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, thank you for giving me this opportunity to be able to speak to our people and to speak to people in general uh, during this time. You know that when people lack faith or start succumbing to the situation at hand, and maybe that produces in them a lack of faith, but it produces in them also fear, uh, we need to speak to that. and. We need to encourage them. We need to speak to them about trusting in God and believing in God for such a time as this. I've been speaking to our people, uh, especially, about fear. Fear is a, it's an awful, awful thing that happens uh, in the minds and in the hearts of people, uh, especially when they're going through situations that they don't understand. Uh, so confusion sits in there as well because... Uh, uh, confusion comes around as a, as a result of not being in control of, of the situation or things that are happening. And so people are out of control, so they're in confusion. People are fearful because they say, what is going to be taking place, what's going on? And so I'll be speaking to them uh, about uh, trusting in God, believing in God, having faith in God, and doing away with fear. And of course, the, one of the scriptures that I've used, because daily I have a blog, uh, that goes to our people, and uh, they can hear me for several minutes and receive a, a word of inspiration. And so I'm using different scriptures, of course, at this time, and very, very special for all of us. But one of the scriptures that we've used is, of course, one that we all know, Second Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love 
and sound mind and a sound mind. Fear is our worst enemy. That's what I'm telling my people. You should not fear because fear is your worst enemy. Because it is with you always. It's with you anywhere you find yourself. You can be among friends, or in this case, you can be at home by yourself and allowing your mind to go crazy and thinking stuff that maybe you shouldn't be thinking. Uh, that produces just more fear, and uh, it stays with you. You go to sleep, and there it is. You wake up in the morning, and there it is, because if fear has come into your heart and mind, it's very hard to get rid of unless unless you find a solution, which is to have uh, time with God every day, finding Him what you need to be able to get rid of fear that is controlling you at this time. Fear is terrible because it is so contagious. It's like this virus. It's everywhere. It's contagious. Uh, your children see you as the adult or uh, as dad or mom or brother or sister. And they say, you know, if my dad is going through this, oh, my God, what is going on? I don't understand it. It's very scary, you know, and the children also become fearful. Uh, of course, you know, uh, your friends that maybe come over and talk to you by phone they can sense in your talk that you're afraid and, uh, and you're saying things that maybe you never said before. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know where God is. I don't know if, you know, I, I'm going to have a job and all that kind of stuff. It's just projecting that fear that is in you. And it, of course, as I have said, is very, very contagious. I, I'm just thinking that the bubonic plague in Europe years ago Half of the people died, and they died because of fear, not because of the disease. They died because of fear. And that's probably a lot of what is happening today, especially among our Hispanic people. And I want to just speak to them this morning and, and give them a word of encouragement. Listen, the Lord says, I have not given you a spirit of fear. Trust in me. Believe in me. I have a lot to do in and through you if you just put your life into my hands. Let's continue right now to just say, I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to believe in God. He's going to be with me. I know he's not going to forsake me. Fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is the opposite of faith. That's why God says, I haven't given you a spirit of fear. You know, the Lord says in the word, in the scriptures, I am with you. And then you say, but fear says, uh, I've been forsaken. Where is God when I need him? You know, we start crying out to God and say, God, I need you now more than ever before. But fear in the back of our minds sort of is taking over and controlling our thoughts. And fear says, you know what? God is God is not answering. Maybe you've been forsaken by God. Maybe he's not there when you really, really need him. It's like going to, you know, the store today and knocking on the door and they say it's closed, you know. You, there, there, there's no groceries for the next uh, month or so. And you say, you know what? I'm knocking on the door of God and uh, I'm hearing the same. God is saying, I don't have the answer for you. That at least that's what your mind is telling you because of fear. Fear is awful. Fear is terrible. You should not have this thing control your mind. It's the opposite of faith. What you need is faith, faith from God. Uh, if you have fear, you leave no room for faith. You leave no room for faith. Faith sort of goes into the background. And fear takes over in your mind and in your heart. This way, 
God cannot really operate in your life, through your life. The word that is supposed to create faith in you is just not operational in your mind and in your heart. Because fear has taken over. Uh, you say, you know what? What about my job? Hispanics, uh, about 50% of them that have lost their jobs, they're saying, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have a job when, when this is over. Many of them have been told, you will not have a job. And the sad thing that a lot of them are just day workers. They're like people that clean houses, people that mow our lawns, people that do those kinds of jobs, and they don't have any guarantee. They don't have a company that will be with them at this time. They don't have all the privileges that we get as people that have the 40-hour week that, you know, I can get unemployment. I will be uh, receiving from the stimulus package from the president. I'll be receiving the money and all that. It's not available for them, not available. And they're saying, you know, what about my job? Am I going to be able to feed my children? Will I be able to pay the bills? You know that in church, uh, we uh, have experienced in the last three weeks that only 25% of the normal income on a week-to-week basis is coming in. Only 25%. And we encourage them to give, pay their tithes and their offerings to the church. But, you know, they're probably sitting at home saying, do I pay by tithes and do my offering or do I feed my children? Or do I take care of my needs? Will I be able to pay rent this month? They're not able to really be able to speak their mind to the owners and say, you know what, can you let this month pass by? They're just afraid fear has taken over. And they're not able to speak that. And they're not, they're saying, you know, if I go, you know what, they're probably going to tell somebody, they're going to pick me up and I'm gone. Uh, There's a lot of fear in our community. Uh, especially when it comes to the job situation and paying their bills and paying their rent. Uh, what about food? Goodness gracious. Um, you know, they're, they're going to a lot of stores and they're not finding what they need. And uh, they're struggling just have to have enough food on the table to feed their children. So there's a, there's a lot of fear out there. As I have said, it leaves no room for faith. Faith to say, I'm going to trust in God, and God is going to supply my needs some way, somehow. Thank God that we Amen. as a church are able, we as a church, we're now able to feed people that they can come to church now and pick up food. And, and we're also uh, helping our own people pay some of their bills, you know. Uh, they're in a, in, in a tough situation, so we're able to support. Uh, so we don't receive, but we have to give. And we, and we do give as much as we can on a weekly basis. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm just speaking to our people about having faith as never, never before. Trust in God. He is the one that's going to supply your needs, and he does it according to his riches in heaven. And uh, as I have said, faith comes from God. And I was looking at Psalm 91 uh, and how God intervenes in, in the midst of crises. For example, verse 3. Uh, it says, I will deliver you from the snare of the hunter. Verse 3 also says, "From I will deliver you from deadly pestilence. He will deliver us from this. You know, praise God that we, have, we don't have anybody from our congregation that has caught this virus. Wonderful. 
uh, verse 5 says, I will deliver you by the terror by night. It also says, nor arrow that flies by night. Uh, you know, that word arrow uh, can be translated into spirits, spirits that fly by night. Uh, you know, it's interesting that uh, I've visited many people in the hospital. And I often ask for the doctor to come in and tell me and tell me in front of the family and tell the family in front of me, what is the condition of the patient? And many, many times I've heard him say, you know what, if he makes it through the night, through the night, he's going to be all right. And uh, there's something about the night that scares our people, that scares people in general. Uh, verse 6 says, I will deliver you from the pestilence that pursues at night. Uh, verse 6 says, I will deliver you from destruction that strikes at noonday. Verse 7 says, a thousand will fall by your side and 10,000 on the right. Uh, no evil, verse 10 says, will befall you. And, and, and how is it that he does it? Verse 4 says, he shall cover you with his feathers. Verse 4 says, under his wings, you'll find protection. His faithfulness shall be your shield and wall of protection. His faithfulness shall be your shield and wall of protection. Get a hold of that word, my people. Get a hold of that word. You need that today. Verse 7 says, but it shall not come near you. And why? Because you have put God, the Almighty, as your hope. He will keep you at all times. So the word comes, or faith comes from the word of God. That Psalm 91 uh, finishes by saying, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And he finishes by saying, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That is a God that we serve, people. That is a God that we can call on. And he says, call on me. When things are bad, call on me. Verse 18 of the psalm says, your name is a strong tower. And where the righteous can run to, and be safe when you have a, a lot of fear or something in, in your mind, run to him. When you're in trouble, run to him. When other things are not happening the way they should be as far as you're concerned, run to him. It is our time to go to God and go to his word and find faith that we need to continue. Fear, instead of, of fear, he says, I've given you power to make uh, you know, fear says uh, you're paralyzed. You're, you're not able to do anything. You're stuck in the situation, and I don't know what's going to happen. It kind of paralyzes you and keeps you grounded. But faith gives you power, and God has given you power to start making preparations for the next move. Where do you go from, from this? Maybe uh, you never prayed with your family, now you can pray for your family. Maybe you never read the word with your family, now you're reading the word with your family. Maybe you never talked about the things that are important to you as a family, now you can speak about those things. Yes, it's a time not to be uh, behind and staying behind and wondering what's going to take place and now you're frozen in time because of, of this situation. It's time to move on and trust in God. He's also given us a spirit of love. God is love. 
God is love. And uh, he is, love is with us everywhere. Just like, just like fear, I'd rather have love. Love goes with me everywhere. And uh, because of the love of God, he has, he has shown me so many times in my life how he has taken care of me, how will pro- he will provide for me. I can always look to him, and I know that he cares about me as my Heavenly Father, and I can approach him in that manner. And God is wonderful. And uh, he says, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of self-control. I want you to know that you, you need to be steady at this time and trusting and believing that everything is going to be all right. Don't let things get to you and you fall apart. And maybe people around you will see that. Maybe your children will see that, that you're falling apart, that there's no hope in you. This is a time to be steady and trusting and believing. You can do that. You can do that because of the experience of having God in your life. You can hold on. You can you can stay steady to this situation until you come out on the other side. And we will. We will because God says, I will never leave you, never forsake. God bless you this day. Pastor Dan, what a powerful word. I love what A.W. Towser said. He said, a scared world needs a fearless church. Wow. And you're a fearless leader. And you. You know, I'd like to ask you, you know, as a leader of leaders, to speak to pastors and mm-hmm. perhaps nonprofit leaders that are listening as well. They're distant from their people. Uh, they're concerned, as you have shared, about tithes and offerings falling off. And they just seem so disconnected, disjointed from their flocks. Can you talk with them uh, for a moment? Of course. I think that we as pastors need to uh, do things that we're just not used to doing uh, in the past. We haven't done it, but uh, today it's a new day and it's a new situation, circumstances, etc. So we need to be doing things differently. For example, uh, it is true that we're not with them. They're not with us. We're not buildings, but we're, we keep telling our people, the church is not this building. Everybody else is the church. You guys are the church, and we are now together. I'm, my blog, I'm calling it being together. Together is the way we're going to make it. And uh, uh, at this time, find a way to communicate with them constantly, uh, either through uh, Facebook, through emails or whatever media you're able to use or different platforms, use those to communicate with your people on a daily basis. Don't wait for them to call you or to communicate with you. You uh, take the initiative and you call them and you let them know that you're there and you're there for them. Make sure that your, your phone lines are open at church and they can call. They can call and ask uh, for help or uh for answers to their questions and uh, uh, when these calls come in don't just give them to the person at the office the clerk that is working at the office you take those calls and have them uh, forward those calls to you or your staff uh, and uh, you speak to them they want to hear your voice the Bible says that the, 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 the sheep know the, the voice of God well they know the voice of the shepherd and they want to hear you. They want to hear that you are saying, have faith in God, trust in God. We're going to make it. Don't have fear. 
So it's very, very important that we keep the communi- lines of communication open and that they hear from us. That is very important. Just because we're practicing social distancing doesn't mean we need to be spiritually disconnected. The opposite is true. And my wife told me uh, she was on the phone with your wife a few days ago, and she said that uh, Ruth uh, was calling every person in your church and just seeing yeah. how they're doing. That's unbelievable. Yes. Isn't that wonderful? And, yes. And I know, you know, that that's a huge commitment for, you know, a pastor, a pastor's wife, but uh, what an impact to really yeah. keep that family, that familia uh, going. That's for sure. I, I uh, send a message to my pastoral staff and to the elders of the church daily, and I say uh, what I want them to say to others. How, how, what message do I want to make sure that they carry out from, from their situation to other people in other situations? And this is a way that they were, they're hearing the word that'll, being encouraged running to their hearts and it's wonderful and and don't worry about the finances god is going to provide speak to the bank that you do business with and let them know the situation they know your situation let, let them know your situation and what can they do to help you and yes believe it or not they're very sensitive to what is going on and they will i know they will listen to you and make arrangements so they some some way somehow that you'll be able to make your payment and even pay your bills, because uh, they know that you're going through rough times. And there is some help from the government called the CARE Act. And you can yes. find that information on the CityServe website at cityserve.us, cityserve.us, and that's the website. Uh, Pastor Dan, can you close our time in prayer and to pray uh, for us that we will not be overcome by fear, but by God's love? Because God's love casts out all fear. If you could pray uh, for us and also pray for pastors, and then I will close our time out. Yes. Father, I come against fear in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess, Lord God, that fear will flee because faith will come in. And it'll come in, Lord God, like a mighty tsunami in Jesus' name into the hearts and minds of our people. It'll be powerful, Lord God, and they'll, they'll have the faith to believe in God for a better day tomorrow. Lord God, the parents and their children, Lord God, pastors will find this hope that seemed like it had gone away, gone away completely, will come back as a rushing mighty wind, and it'll come into their life, into their hearts, And, Lord God, they'll be able to convey that to their family, also to their congregations. I believe it. I confess it in Jesus' name. And, Lord, you said anything that you ask of the Father in my name, it shall be done. So I receive it now in your name. And thank you, Lord God, for the faith that comes to us right now. Because we have prayed in your name to the Father. And we will continue, Lord God, to trust in you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Dan. If you'd like to support the ministry of Pastor Dan and Templo Cavadio, a great, great church in California that reaches the world, uh, you can go to tcsocal.com, 
www.influencersinc.com. Thanks for being with us on the Influencers Podcast. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I hope you enjoy listening to Influencers on the Charisma Podcast Network. Join us next week for another thought-provoking episode. And remember to use your influence to move people closer to Jesus. Jesus.